shucking and jiving, stealing and robbing to get the fixing that you're itching for. Your family stopped inviting you to things, won't let you hold the infant. You used to get a little love from time to time, but the freaks ain't trying to sleep with crackheads. It's in stones, in glass homes, you're smoking. This is Old Soul Radio. Uh, Jai, how you doing, man? I'm chilling, yo. Yeah? Yeah, nice relaxing day. Yeah. I got shit to do this week, so I got to, you know, relax a little. What do you got going on? I got fucking school again, man. Fuck. Yeah, remember that? Nope. <sighs> yeah. It's, um, but yeah, I'm finishing up though. What do you? Uh, what do? You, what classes are you taking at state? Are you going to state again? Yep. Um, I'm taking. You know, I'm taking a live music and recording, or like live music, recording and production. That's what it is. That's dope. Yeah, it's cool. We'll see what happens. You know, mm-hmm. they got radio over there too. Yeah, I know. But yeah, doing that. Hopefully, I get to fucking film some shows. Like some I hope so. Yeah, people be coming through to state, man. They got yeah. some. They got some big people. Co- dude, colleges pull. Colleges have big shows sometimes because they get budgets from something like grants or something like that. And yeah, and, and donations. But some people, like some of them, like the students, do it. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, you have this much money, but they get a different amount of money each time. You know, it's, right. it's tough, but it's crazy. It must be hard. That's dope. Um. Like bigger colleges too, they got the nice venues. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, what uh, what have you been listening to lately? Lately, um, <laughs> honestly, you heard you heard potato salad. I talked to you about potato salad. Oh yeah, I like that song. Potato salad. I was I, don't, I really like that song. You I don't. Didn't? I did. I oh, do. Oh yeah, I really yeah, like that. It's song. dope. They just. It's just like a classic, like just do fucking spit some bars, you know. Yeah, it's kind of a not a comeback, but it's like a reappearance of both those faces, sort of. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. video and shit. Like, when's the last time ASAP put an album out? Like, he's just been doing the the ASAP Mob he stuff. He did one you know? like a year ago or something. They had the cozy tapes too. Mm. You know, that was pretty good though. They had hell of people on that. I saw them once. Uh, Vince Staples, ASAP Rocky, Tyler the Creator, and Danny Brown. At Ooh, the fucking, where? At the Bill Graham. Really? Who who is headlining? Tyler? Uh, I think ASAP and Tyler were co-headlining, but ASAP mm. went last. Oh shit! You see that uh, Camp Flognaw lineup? Oh yeah, I forgot what it is though. It's right fa- there's hella people. You know, Flashbush, Flatbush down there. Oh shit. Um, like, um, let's see now. Now I'm blanking on all the names, but that's like the one I can remember. You know, Tyler. I'd like to ASAP. See Flatbush, pro- uh, ASAP. Huh? I really want to see Flatbush Zombies. Yeah, I haven't seen them live yet. Dude, I heard that Rock Marciano, Evidence, and Odyssey are gonna be at Slims. Really? Yeah. Damn, that's intimate. Hey, here we go. 
Is it Unlearn the World? It is Unlearn the World walking into the building. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> Hey! What's poppin', what's poppin'? What's up, my guy? Chillin', bro. How you feelin'? Take a seat. Okay. Is the, is the mic hot? Is it on? Yeah, the mics are hot. Go. Welcome, unlearn the world. What's Popping the deal? right in. Do I bring some headphones? Or? Oh, oh yeah. Any headphones? Here, take give mine for now. Matter. Yeah, give him yeah. yours. Take mine for now. You figure out. I don't really need yeah. to hit myself. It's cool. No it's matter. all good. No, you. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, boss? I'm chilling, bro. It's fucking cold, though. Is it? <laughs> it's me. Yeah, outside it is, huh? It's, it's something else. Yeah. Well, what's good? Up. What's good with y'all? Shit. I'm chilling, man. We're just chilling on the radio. You doing know. what y'all do? We just we How long y'all been doing this for? Two and a half years, maybe. Something Two and a like half that. years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know the month? What's the, what's the month? I don't know. Yeah, a little bit. Totally forgot. Here and there. <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. It's like, yeah, I, I think we've been doing this like three years. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Just hella Sundays. You know? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, we have nothing planned. We just come here on Sundays. Yeah. We ain't exactly. That's all love. Yeah, yeah, man. We've been trying to get you here for a minute, though. Yeah, I'm here. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. I'm starting to feel left out. I see my man Gigio was up yeah. in here taking ussies and shit. Like, I'm like, yo, yeah. where are all the cool kids hanging out? Like, can I hang out yeah. with the cool kids for a minute? The fuck? Yeah, yeah. You been yeah. to the, the station before, though? I have. I forgot what show I was on. There was uh. a couple of uh, partners I had that had shows up in here, like, at one point or another. So, I've been here for a minute. But, um... It's good to be back. Yeah. Good to be back with y'all. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with y'all. So, man, we yeah. good. With you too. <laughs> yeah. So, like, for those who don't know, just to like give a formal introduction, um, who are you? I'm. <laughs> who, <laughs> who am I? That's a fucking deep question. Um, Because, you know, we have listeners in Mars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Mars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I heard y'all got good burritos. Yeah. They um,. <laughs> Nah, unlearn the world. I'm originally from New York City, um, as you could probably tell by my accent and shit. But yeah. um, besides that, nah, I've been I've been doing this hip hop shit forever. You know what I mean? Like since I was a teenager, started doing demos when I was about 15. By the yeah. time I was like 18, I was interning at record labels, Loud Records, Bad Boy, all of that wow. stuff. Wow, oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. By the time I was like 20, I was working at record labels like Warner Music Group, Atlantic, and then I was still trying to like get a record deal and all of that. But I was learning the business at the same time. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, know you know that. what I'm saying? Yeah, so like you know, I've, I've worked or I've seen, I've worked with groups and I work for projects like Terror Squad, Fat Joe, Busta Rhymes. Um, I went on tour with Dead Prez, Killer Mike, um, back in like 2003. There was a Lyricist Lounge Club Series tour, and they just brought a whole bunch of people out, and I, I, I just started opening for like. A few spot dates. I was doing like they had SOBs in New York, so I was opening up for Boot Camp Click, and mm. they really they liked what I did there. So they said, "Okay, we want to bring you out on tour with us." And what time period is this? My this bad. is two thousand three. Okay, so you yeah, went, so you were like going on tour with Boot Camp. Yeah, so no, wow. I, I opened up for Boot Camp, and okay. it was the Lyricist Lounge Club Series tour. Okay, and because of what I did with Boot Camp, they allowed me to go on the tour, the actual oh, tour, shit. going through like wow. Detroit, Chicago, Whoa. Cleveland, all of that, and. I was opening up for like Dead Prez, Killer Mike before That's he became dope. like Run the Jewels, right. um, Young Bloods. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Big Daddy Kane was on that tour. Wow. A couple of other underground cats, Killer Priest. 
pumpkin head, rest in peace, like a, a bunch mm-hmm. of cats. So it was just a learning experience. But that's, yeah, that was a minute ago. That was like 15 years ago. And I've been just, you know, working and grinding ever since and trying to make things happen. And only recently, I just, you know, I've been in San Francisco really trying to make things pop off. And it's been it's been looking all right. <laughs> It's been looking it's all right, bad. so you know, man. Yeah, so that that's that's what I do. That's how I get down. Put out a couple of albums recently. Um, universes, I, universes, universes is up. in stores now. Title, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. YouTube, um, and then I put out an album last year. I Sinner, I Saint, I Self, and um, that was put out. Yeah, so I I basically dropped two albums in one year. Um, so I'm happy about that. I'm proud about that. And uh, yeah, just rocking. Just That's here. dope, man. <laughs> what What does it take for you to make an album now? You know what I mean? Like, is it you like a lot what? of time, or do you like get songs from a while ago? Like, because I know you made like a, a lot of projects at this point. Yeah, right? no. To be honest with you, it's a lot easier to make projects now than it's ever been in any point in my life. Mm, because you know what I'm saying? Dope. Like, I'm from an older generation where, like, in order for you to record your records, a you had to be nice. Mm-hmm. And you had to know a guy that knew a guy, right? Yeah. Like, there was the one dude in the street that had every all the equipment, had the studio or access to a studio. Right. You had to know that guy. And then even if you knew that guy, you had to be nice enough to be in there. That's mm-hmm. the era that I used to come from. Now it's like everything is in your crib, right? right and I spent right. the last maybe five or six years building and buying equipment for myself. Just oh, basically wow. just to get ideas out. I wasn't even trying to be like an audio engineer, nothing. I right. just wanted to like, you know how as a, you, you, you an MC, so like you know how it is to like want to write a song or want to hear yourself on a beat. You yeah, ain't even exactly. want the beat if the song don't, you know what I mean? No, so I just wanted to true. kind of demo things out. Yeah. But then I started doing that. I started like doing my own podcast, mainly because I had kids and they were hella small. I couldn't go nowhere. Right. And I was bored. Right. <laughs> and I had to like, I had to like, you know, get, gain some sanity. So I was recording myself and like I started getting used to it and understanding like the dynamics of engineering. And so now I got my own like studio set up and I just basically record myself in my house. Mm, sure. You know what I mean? And then I take it to my peoples to get it mixed and mastered and sounding the way it needs to sound. But right. then other than that, it's just... So now I'm able to like flip material so quick, you right. know what I'm saying? Two albums in one year, both of them like 16 tracks a piece. They're not yeah. EPs. They're like, right. you know what I'm saying? No, they're, they're like albums. extended full on tracks, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's a lot easier, but you have to find a direction. Like for me, it's it's a matter of um what you call it always be creating you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying ABC yeah. always be creating so like I'm always working on songs mm-hmm. collabs whatever and then you start listening to your tracks and you start finding like okay these these songs seem to go together they have a theme right these songs seem to go together and then you start piecing together projects based on what you're hearing and what the right. theme is so That's it's a, a lot easier to, to put it together you know Definitely. what I mean yeah, you put out a project recently too what, yeah. was your, what was your process was it older stuff or it was like yeah okay this is kind of like my first it's, it's it's really my fourth uh-huh. uh, project, but it's my first album. That's like my like my official official. official album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Right? You know what I'm saying? But, but like, I, yeah, and I had the idea kind of for it a while ago. You know what I mean? Uh, uh-huh. About two years, maybe three years, and I just kind of just didn't rush it you right. know what i mean the first you had time the, you yeah. had that was it with the, the drop zone was it called drop zone drop zone it was the first this is i'm talking about ouch the one ouch that, yeah that's the one you just put one. out right but drop zone yeah that was my first one okay. about uh, uh, maybe like two or three years ago yeah mm-hmm. and then um and then i did uh curbside with uneven pavement with Cypher. four okay yeah, yeah yeah and then i did um 
the watershed. Yeah, there you go. We did the watershed, yeah. and then I did ouch. Okay, well, yeah. then, you know, you got skin in the game. You've been yeah. putting it down for a minute. No, yeah, you know right what I'm saying. On. But it's like, oh, you, you're talking about like it's older material, material you've been like, yeah, definitely. you've had in the tuck. Yeah. I mean, like some of it is, and then a yeah. lot of it is like newer shit. That's why it's hella long. You know, yeah. I mean, it's 25 songs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my homegirl Breathless. She just put out a project called Love Evolution. She put like 22 songs oh, on the joint. Dope. My first album had like 23 songs. Yeah, I think that's kind of a good idea right now. You can I, expand people's like thoughts. And yeah, shit, you know what I mean. You know what I'm like, in a short. You know, because everything's short right now, which is right. fun. You know what I mean? I like short albums too, but like, I think it's a good idea to like have something. That's it works both ways. It yeah. works for the purpose of streaming. Like, Chris Brown just put out a 45 song album, oh, right? Mainly wow. because he's Chris Brown, so he knows people are going to like listen. Right. And he has, you know, enough songs to keep them busy and keep them occupied. It'll just stream. Right. And then his streaming money comes in and it gets real for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? So it, it, it builds your catalog. You know what right. I mean? But we are in the era of like, let yeah. me do five, seven songs and put it out. Right, and, right, right. Like, right. Well, what do you think about streaming? Like, do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing ultimately? Because, you know, I mean, it's easier, but it kind of like takes away a certain things that like physical music has. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a two-way street, man. It's like right. one of those things where it's like streaming allows people to access your music on demand right. at any point as long as they have a phone in there hand or a laptop in their face right they can hear your music and i love that idea of it yeah but we haven't quite as an industry or as a as an independent like community figured out how that can be the most beneficial to the artist yeah right like the yeah. fact that my song can get played 1500 times and i only get a fraction of a cent yeah is stupid yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that shit is like it's no. bullshit like how to like you know what i mean because if that was in the streets if i sold a single for a dollar a piece yeah out of my trunk 1500 $1, people yeah. that's paying my rent that's yeah, you know getting real. me some sneakers that's like yeah. you know what i'm saying that's a down payment on a car that, that's yeah. some life-changing shit in the street yeah. for like so yeah. we got to figure out like just mechanics how to monetize or better monetize the streams you know what I mean right but then at the same time like you know there's something to be said about having actual physical copies or I'm from that era where it's just like physical co- I loved opening up the package I loved yeah, reading I the, yeah. the liner notes and who did what tracks and yeah, that's how I yeah, yeah. that's how I started to learn who all these producers were right. like Large right. Professor it's kind of more DJ personal Premier. too when you exactly. have like a CD right. or a vinyl or a tape exactly you know, you know what I'm like, saying and then I started seeing like the thank you so then I know oh he, he's, he fucks with this dude and yeah. like so there's something to be said about that but I think now certain um, streaming platforms are allowing you to include the credits so you could do the credits and then still have like the credit you know like you right. can have people read lyrics. that right, yeah right, but right. we yeah, and, and the lyrics you know what I'm saying but like we just we gotta figure a way to like find so that if we're getting 1500 streams that could be like 1500 dollars yeah right. or at you least I mean? like 800 at least, like, give like, like what the fuck give me, yeah, like, give me like 50 cents a play like yeah. if I get 50 cents a play I'm not mad I'm not hating <laughs> exactly. like, yeah. but yeah. this whole fraction of a cent like I used to go through TuneCore and TuneCore actually shows you when your music is played right the fractions of a cent that each play is getting it's like dizzying you know what right. I'm saying yeah. and at the time I did TuneCore I was privileged enough I had one song that like went semi-viral on Spotify like mm-hmm. I woke up one morning and my homeboy shows me like yo 
you got like 15,000 monthly listeners. And I'm like, how? Like, I don't even yeah, like, nobody really knows my music like that. Right? But it was this one song that had the sample that was like from a house song. So it like, uh, for whatever reason, uh, the algorithms and it yeah. went like viral. Ooh, that wow. shit was paying my gas for like three, four months. Like, That's you know what I'm saying? Dope, and then yeah. the royalty check I got, like it was, I was like, what? But yeah. like, you know, I, I couldn't duplicate or like recreate that kind of Algorithm, buzz yeah. or like, you know what I mean? With other records or whatever. It was because of that one sample. And thank God I didn't get sued. Cause I right. completely stole that beat. Right. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not telling you what song it. I'm just letting you know, like, yeah. just like a, you know, what I'm saying I didn't pay for it. I just like put it out there. But and I don't advise that as a producer. I don't advise that. Come fuck with me if you got if you need beats and pay what they're worth. Yeah, and for real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was one of those things that it was just crazy. But we need to find a better way to like make that happen. Otherwise. I think CDs are going in the way of vinyl in certain instances. Like, I just think, like, how many times a day are you listening to a CD? Me, personally, yeah. every single day, all the oh, time. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. well, then you're a so unique you unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. Have, like, I have a okay, car that no. doesn't have ah, a well, there, there you, you go. Yeah, you exactly. Hoop, you know? Yeah, exactly. I got a little bucket. I feel it. I feel it. You know and what I'm saying? I, but I'm also sort of a CD, like, advocate, I'd okay. say. Like, you know what I mean? I think that there's something to physical copies still I mean yeah. does, does it change I mean? the way you guys ch like try to put out music like your attitude towards totally like, you know yeah like, I, this is the first time I literally last week is the first time I ever ordered hard copies of my CD ever oh really oh, ever wow. like or in the last maybe in the last 15 years the last hard copy of an album I ever made was a mixtape I put out in 2002 Wow, <laughs> that was the last physical copy of anything I ever made. Everything else has been digital. It's like been I was doing the digital shit when nobody was doing digital. Mm -hmm. Like I was like I was working with a, um, a website called hiphopgame.com right. and like they they you know what I'm saying like Wale, Skazu, oh. a lot of these like underground who then became popular rappers were putting all their music out there. And I was I was writing for them and I was just doing a bunch of stuff and they helped me put out my first mixtape and I said I'm not gonna do any physical copies. I'm just gonna do the mixtape. We're gonna use the website as the platform and people are going to just be able to download right. from there and it was a success it's like yeah. 10 million no not that 10 million I'm bugging 10,000 yeah. downloads yeah. you know wow. what I'm saying but this was at a time when nobody was doing digital mixtapes like right, that until right, right. like a year later now you have like live mixtapes and that piff and now yeah. everybody puts out mixtapes now you know what I'm yeah. saying and like we've moved beyond that we have the band camps we have the sound cloud so like mm -hmm. there's all these different platforms but I'm, I'm my thinking is where do the where does the average person listen to music mm -hmm. right where is the average person listening to the music where would they listen to my music how are they listening to my music are they yeah. going to listen to it from track 1 to track 14 or do they want right. to kind of shuffle it between me and Kendrick and, yeah. you know what I mean like so <laughs> yeah, you got to figure out like if they want to shuffle it between me Kendrick and whatever I have to make sure that my music is wherever Kendrick's and right, Drake's right. is and Future is and like Big L and like wherever they're going to listen to music I got to make sure my music's there if I'm trying right. to steer them the band camp Kendrick ain't on band camp so right. the possibility of them wanting to go on band camp <laughs> is very slim you know what I mean so unless they really fuck with you like if they really fuck with you they're gonna go to band camp they're gonna pay yeah. for your shit you know what yeah. I'm saying same thing with physical copies they really fuck with you they'll show you support and fuck with it I'm about to go on tour so the reason I made physical copies is cause I'm going to like like nowhere's I'm gonna be in Colorado Montana mm. I know they're not up on digital anything right. out right. there you know what I'm saying so like I know like physical copies and yeah. move out there yeah. But in cities, I go to LA asking if somebody to buy a physical copy. They looking at me like, bro, come on. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got a phone. Just yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. They do do that. Yeah. But like there's also there's like some people everywhere that want some merch. You know what I mean? For sure. Like if they like your show, they like want to go to your table and meet you. Exactly. They want to they like, want to souvenir the experience. You right, know what I mean? So right, like it's like what what kind of creative souvenir other than a CD can I right. possibly give? Maybe I want to put it on vinyl, limited edition vinyl. Right. right. You know or what I'm saying? Or yeah. Hats. Yeah. Shirts. You know, like little things like that. But the audio, I was gonna do flash drives for a minute. Yeah. But then flash yeah. drives is a little bit too highbrow. People are like, I don't know how to. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. It's you're, a little. You're putting too much emphasis on them putting it in their laptop yeah, yeah. it's a cool idea yeah it's, it's, it's a much. cool idea but yeah. it's kind of like in theory there's a lot of steps yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of how to yeah <laughs> step one put in find Don't a laptop, your laptop. <laughs> get home. yourself a laptop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> step two <laughs> Open up the folder inside the flash drive. Put it on your desktop. Yeah, put it on your de- like. It's like, come on, bro. <laughs> but you know yo, I mean? yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you about. So you're from New York. Yes. Let's talk about raised. that for a second. Yeah. What part of New York? Exactly? I'm from Washington Heights, Manhattan. So that's right above Harlem. That that's starts around. Where you were born. And that all was that born too? and raised, like okay. uh, right there, from 155th Street in Manhattan all the way up to 207th Street in Dykeman mm-hmm. is Washington Heights, right above Harlem. Yes, I've and been. right, but uh, right under in. Wood. I don't mm-hmm. think that's like the suburbs of Manhattan. Um, yeah, that's where I was born and raised. But I, I grew up all over Manhattan. Like I went, to, I went to school in high school in Times Square. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was like one of those like battle rap kids. I would go to like every single borough. Right. I would hang out in Brooklyn. I would hang out. My father lived in Queens, so like I'm like a New York City kid. Like, that's all dope. Day. You know I what love mean? New York, man. I <laughs> yeah. Every I be I be so excited when I see like all you and Paws when y'all went yeah. out to New York. I'm like, yo, oh my god, like the energy out there. I'm yeah. sure like you guys have. Not been there or born and raised out there, like just right. can feel it, and it's, it's it's a different it's a different experience for y'all for sure. Now nah, we seek it out. You know? Yeah, you're about to go there, I'm right? To, I'm about to go next month. Okay, there you go. Yeah. See, yeah. see all the you know, gotta get my OSK. chopped cheese yeah. out, man. For the real, chopped man. cheese. That's what I'm really excited for. You know what I'm one saying? Time like, yo, I'm just going for the chopped cheese. You yeah. get a shirt that says that. I'm just here for yeah. the chopped cheese. Yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> just here for the chopped cheese and maybe some Timberlands. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, so, yeah. but like back, what's the like? In a sense, what was that like uh, growing up then there? And like living the same culture now, you know what I mean? Like, how is it different for you? And like, what yeah. does it do differently to you now? And it's 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 full circle. You okay. know what I'm saying? What I love particularly about San Francisco and the Bay Area, and I'll explain this in my long convoluted way, right? For sure. So I grew up in the golden era of hip hop, like yes. from '88 to '98, arguably, or some people say '86, whatever, is pretty much the best era of hip hop. It's mm-hmm. the most diverse. Mm-hmm. The most records were sold. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like by 1998, hip hop as a culture becomes a billion dollar industry. Yeah. Right by 1998, before that it was like whatever. It was they were still considering it a fad. So I grew up in this era, right? So you have your Nas, your Wu Tang, your Biggie, your Jay, your Tupac. But a lot of the people who came up in that era, they were literally like block superstars. Mm -hmm. They were like hood famous. And then they became world famous. Right. So it made it seem so goddamn accessible. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I always tell my Jay-Z story. Like, Jay-Z talks about the white Lexus in his car. I saw him. I used to see him in my hood with his white Lexus because he knew a lot of the street dudes that I knew. Like, I saw. And I didn't connect the two. I didn't know who he was other than I kept on seeing him until I go home and I'm watching music videos and I see his music videos. 
video. Wow. And I'm like, and then fast forward like years later, he's like Jay Z, the billionaire, married to Beyonce, yeah, like right, right. on the run tour. It's a completely different experience. But he was just like this hood dude, yeah. right? Same thing goes for people like DMX or Noriega or like any of the MCs that right. people grow up with. You had access to them on one level or another. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, cats who I knew just from the underground battle scene got on 106 in Park and then ended up becoming like battle rap champions right. and getting record deals after that. Right. You know what I'm saying? People like Fabulous got on rec got on the radio 16 years old and spit a freestyle and got like a million dollar deal within a year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, it was one of those, it was that era where it was like, it yo. It was like an explosion. It was so it. accessible and, and the people who were famous were people who were accessible and you could see. Right. So, but then there was the underground. There was like, you know what I'm saying? Like the people who I really, like, really came up around, like Gene Gray, Pharrell Monch, you know what I'm saying? Talib Kweli, Most Def. Like they was, there was this whole buzzing underground scene, right? Right. That as I left New York, wasn't really popping like that anymore. Right. But then fast forward, I'm here in, in San Francisco and you see the same same energy, mm. the same feel where there's the boom, boom room. You right. go to, you know what I'm saying? What's the what, brick and mortar? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? The shows that go on the brick and mortar, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Even that, what's that little garden that's around here? That, that little the secret garden, secret garden, like little <laughs> underground shows like that have that same energy. So yeah. I was just like, damn, like this is this reminds me of when I was a kid. Like it was, it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it just gave me that that spirit again. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, because as an artist, especially if you're trying to make a living over this shit, you go back and forth. Like yo, I'm gonna I'm hang this shit up. I'm not really. <laughs> this shit ain't paying no bills. Whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. Part of the reason I'm in California is because I was trying to, I was going hard with the rap shit, but the rap shit wasn't paying. Right and gentrification was a real thing in New York City and yeah, then you get evicted out of your apartment because you owe rent money and they trying to kick you out because you're basically paying $550 for a three bedroom and they want to charge 3000 Right. Right? Yeah. So you got that paired with the fact that I wasn't making money as a rapper. Yeah. I was like, it's time to get a new thing and you know what I'm saying? And I didn't want to do the music shit but it keeps calling you. Like right. you can't, I can't, I can't watch a music video where I know the lyrics word for word and see the energy of, of MCs on stage and not feel like I want to be either part of that or doing that myself. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I always keep coming back to it. I've always worked on music, even when I was like, ah, I'm not really fucking with it. I would still go to the studio. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? First studio I worked out of or worked with was on Sixth Street and Market called Boss Studios. And I recorded mm -hmm. a whole mixtape there. That was That's like my dope. studio for a minute. And I just, you know, I love what it is that, that this culture provides. I love the freedom and, and the excitement that it provides. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's just, I, I, I got to stick with it. How do you <laughs> like, I mean, you know. What, how do you survive? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm privileged to have gone hard enough that I'm able to make a living off my art now because definitely. you know what I'm saying. Not only as a as a musician or as an artist and as a producer, but then I also teach. I'm right. A, I'm, a, I'm a teaching artist. I was so going to ask you about that. Yeah, so yeah. I'm a, you know I'm I'm a hip hop educator is the is the term they use. You know what I'm saying? So I teach beat making with today's Future Sound, which is a nonprofit based in Oakland. We go into schools all throughout the Bay Area teaching kids beat making, mm -hmm. DJing and the history of hip-hop and then hip-hop for change mm -hmm. I'm the education director and with them I teach the culture and the history of hip-hop and all the elements and how it ties into social justice and racial inclusion and multiculturalism and all of that mm -hmm. but you know like these are non-profits that people had to like pave the way to make it happen and to get me in a space where I'm able to like teach classes and get paid to do that and at the same time be creative mm -hmm. so my life as a as an artist 
helps with me being an educator my life as an educator helps with me being an artist but within all of that it's still me it's still what i want to do and it just now it's it's i'm i'm just getting into a space where it's able to pay my bills mm. you know what i'm saying but that's that's, that's after being broke for like two years yeah. <laughs> that's like literally because i was like you know, you know what i'm saying like I'm, I'm an older dude i'm in my 30s and i was working like insurance like yeah, just getting really. like working a square job doing the insurance thing to pay bills, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But it was paying, I mean, it was paying well. Like, the bag was real. Like, it was yeah. like it fucked up. Like, I was going on vacations. I was buying cars. <laughs> it, was, it was cool. But, like, I hated it. I hated, like, the having to work for life. a boss. Yeah. I hated having to live this dual life. I can't listen to my music loud. I can't, right, right. I'm in a cubicle. Like, I never imagined right. myself at 15 years old ciphering on a corner that I was going to be in a cubicle selling insurance. That right. shit, to me, is like almost blasphemous mm. you know what I'm saying and it got to a point where like I was like yo if the 15 year old me saw me now he would hate me mm. and I couldn't live with that anymore yeah. you know what I mean and then I went to Cuba I got an artist visa to go out to Cuba and be, and, and do like artistry in Cuba like learn Afro-Cuban drumming and salsa but then like rap and do hip hop and teach hip hop and like all of that and that kind of changed my life Right. So I came back, and within a year of coming back to Cuba, I said, I can't do this shit no more. And I quit my job, started doing the teaching artist thing, but I was hella broke. Like, I was broke for like two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, trying to make shit like work and like yeah. trying to put ends meet together and having those duck in my landlord. And like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it took a minute before it started kind of reaping its benefits. But like, so I, I tell everybody, like, you really want to make it work, you got to be prepared to be broke for two years and you got to say yes to every single opportunity. Yeah. Right. And at once, and if you could get through that, yeah, then you may ha- you may have a shot. Yeah, you may. Yeah, it's <laughs> you all about just, might. It's all about just continuing to like it's go and you know what I'm saying, right? Down, like absolutely. You know, what I mean, you learn from that shit. You know, you know what I mean. It's all a part of the whole progression up is is difficult exactly you know what i mean like it's mostly difficult but like you feel stronger as time goes you got you got to believe in your shit like nobody yeah. else believes in it you know what i'm saying i always i like I, I had i was in a panel discussion at a college once and they were like what keeps you more i said you ever been in love and i asked everybody if they've been in love some of them raised their hands some of them was trying to act hard so they was yeah. like no <laughs> right <laughs> but i was like it's 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 like that like if you see somebody that you are in love with like something supernatural happens right yes. you have to have that same level of intensity with your artistry and where you see yourself in this game yes like and and nobody can people will call you crazy and deluded yeah. but if you continue on that path you will hit where you're going to hit exactly and people will be like yeah I knew him and they got, you know what I'm saying so, but they was the ones calling you crazy like two years ago like it's just one of those things that's mm-hmm. a I'm sorry Jai I mean I, know, I, I don't no, I want you to talk but that's a no, perfect talking, segue into this next part. So, speaking of which, you're yeah. about to open up for Ghostface and Rayquan. Correction, we about to we open up <laughs> for Ghostface and Rayquan. Definitely, and that's crazy. Yeah, and I'm, I'm. That's you know what I'm saying. Shout out to True Justice. Definitely, you know shout what out I mean? to True like, Justice. He, he looked out and like he curated the whole situation. But that's one of those things where it's like opportunity meeting preparation for right. both you and me you right, know what I'm saying right, like it's right. one of those things it's like you've been grinding long enough your whole team been grinding long enough that you yeah. get those looks and it, you're talented it's yeah. not even like yo I'm just getting the look because he's the homie it's like no, it's, I'm with the shits and I can wrap my ass off and it's about taking opportunities too you exactly. know what I mean like we took a lot of opportunities before this mm-hmm. one just like everyone we, we stuck with kind of like our 
natural expansion exactly. of our circles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Would you agree? Like, it's yeah. been like a long time coming. You know what I mean? It is. It's, it's one of those show, full like, circle moments where it's yeah. just like, yo, you stick with it. You make sure you have good relationships in place. Mm-hmm. And every time you... Sh- perform you show the fuck up yes <laughs> you show it's really up. like you show up and people are like yo that dude's dope that yeah. his live show is dope his lyrics his 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 songs are dope yeah and you develop that reputation you know what i'm saying so when those opportunities come you are one of the first people in mind for it definitely people who are like looking for to to you know what i mean i always say that like when the the fishing reel of opportunity come make sure you're the biggest fish in the, in the pond yeah make sure that you're making a loud enough noise or you're seen enough that people you're the natural choice so you Definitely. know what I'm saying so shout out to you and oh, the whole watershed team and Thank the old you, soul collective because it's a big look for y'all you know what I'm saying it's Definitely. a big look for me and we we happy about it. I seen you when when was that elbow room yeah we was man. like we did it baby <laughs> we was lit you don't even understand like I seen this I seen my man we was like yo like we had already performed this yeah, like, yeah yo we was like we did it fuck like you know what I'm saying because we you know like even though I'm I'm older than y'all like we we came up together in this shit just in a certain time you definitely been doing it you know what i mean and i respect you as a elder to me but like i just meant it in a way of like because i've been with you you know i mean doing the same things we've been doing the same you know what i mean the past five years or something like exactly in the same circle so and there's been growth in those circles like around the bay area you know what i mean like and like things have been coming together this year exactly yeah this this is the year to level up and I'm just I'm happy to be here I'm privileged and you know what I'm saying you should be grateful the I'm whole team should grateful. be happy yeah. thank you you know what I'm saying justice. shout out to you know Quipto Brycon like the whole team yeah you know what I mean it's, yeah. it's, it's good it's a good feeling it's yeah. a good feeling man. and where, where and when is that for people the UC know. Theater on September 14th no UC <laughs> Theater in Berkeley September yes. 14th okay. September I fucked 14th. it up the, <laughs> the other night it's, why is it a lot of a lot of syllables you know? it, it is it is it's, it's a <laughs> Ghostface Killer and Raekwon September 14th <laughs> get your tickets now <laughs> have you been have you been practicing for this show specifically um, I'm about to start rehearsals this week because yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm go on a quick tour and then okay, coming back okay tell me about that yeah so, so I mean, tour. I basically put together a tour over the course of the next two months. I'm going to be doing some dates all throughout the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it starts in Las Vegas, September 2nd. Mm-hmm. I'm doing two shows in Las Vegas. Then I'm going to L.A. Then I'm coming back up here. Got a show in San Jose. Then mm-hmm. we're doing the Ghostface show. Mm-hmm. And then I got like a week off. And then like first week, second week of October, I'm back on the road going to Colorado, Montana, uh, Seattle, Portland, and then I'm doing an East Coast run, so I'm gonna be in Boston and I'm being yeah. New York. So over the course oh, of the next yeah. two months, I'm gonna be doing like 15, 16 shows. Did you book all these shows yourself? Most of them myself. That's you know dope, what I'm saying. Man. So like that was it's been my first time since the Dead Prez whole thing that I've actually like put together a tour and like I'm putting myself on the road. Like you know what I mean? Like, like last shit, year I went bro. on tour, but that was my homeboys tour and it was cool. But this is the first time I'm actually like making phone calls, booking the dates, putting yeah, the money right. together. Like, right. you know what I mean? So Going I'm, hotel, I'm yeah, exactly doing the whole bit. So yeah. I'm excited about that and like just getting better in terms of my performance. So like not only am I rehearsing for the the, the Ghostface show and like putting something special together for that, mm-hmm. but just in general as an MC being on the road makes you so much better at performance. Definitely. So that on the other side of that, when I'm done with the tour, my my live show should be yeah. so well put together right. that the next couple of opportunities that follow that is going to be on like like I'm just going to be so clear with it and, right. and so yeah. on point. So that's that's the whole idea. Yeah. 
that's the thing about keeping it pushing is like you're always just sharpening your skills too. exactly so like you know exactly there's always something new these places you know like the whole two month tour that is your rehearsal for exactly like yeah phase, exactly you know, exactly like. <laughs> precisely like it's it's you know what I mean and then plus you know I'm I'm, wor- I'm rocking the, the ghost face show with my man DJ Soros shout out to DJ Soros uh, okay so we're gonna yeah. put together something special and it's always something it's only something particularly special and y'all know because you guys perform together yeah. right when you have your own DJ and you know your music and you know what I'm saying you cut which I give you fucking props for because there's not a lot of DJs who are actually like with the shits he cutting and like he's I've I've seen him in hella shit and you dope as fuck like you know what I mean but like putting that shit together and like when you when you're done rapping they can shine and put the cuts on the records and blend the mix and it's it's all important that shit is fire you know what I'm saying it's hip hop that shit is hip hop it's not just like a dude on stage rapping over his own vocals with his man like you know what I'm saying tell me about that this shit like what do you think about the rapping on the vocals Fuck. It's I don't know. <laughs> did they do it in the in like the eighties? Never shit? Like in they my said motherfucking life did I ever see a show where somebody was rapping over the unless it was Soul Train. Unless you saw it on Soul Train, right? So uh, that's kind of yeah. that's what I've heard. Is that sort of where it sort of began? Yeah, a but like bit. you ain't like if you if you on the come up, even if you're not in considering yourself underground, right? Because there's a difference right. in my opinion between underground and independent. Right, right. Independent, you have a little bit more notoriety. People see you a little bit more, and you're just kind of financing your own shit. You just don't happen to be paid a salary right. from like someone else some doing major some record shit, label yeah. you're completely self-funded and self-operated but you're yeah. no like people know you yeah underground is like you just work within a community of, of certain mcs and yeah. you guys are just cool just being each other's like support yeah you know and you can transition like i was an underground artist i transitioned i would like to call myself an independent artist now oh, i still fuck yeah, with definitely. the underground yeah but i don't know where it started and i don't know if it's a generational thing mm-hmm. um but it, I can't fuck with it. I can't fuck with like an MC rapping over their own vocals mm-hmm. and um, not putting on a show. Like yeah. part of the, part of the show, from my experience, is breath control. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Like people like Black Thought. Like you watch him do a show live, and he's able to sound exactly like the yeah. record. No yeah. punchins, uh, no hype man. Yeah. Not, that Definitely shit is magic. And he's one of the best. But like yeah. even people that don't necessarily do that. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, won't sound exactly... Like, still do it without the record. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. still do it the way that you're going to do it on Tuesday in fucking Idaho, even Facts. with five people in the crowd. You know Word. what I mean? Like, like I it's just, just like, yeah. you still got to do it like you're you that day. I don't, you know yeah, I mean? I don't like, really I don't really get where it came from. I don't know. I don't know when it started, to be honest with you. I just remember just going to shows and all of a sudden, I'm hearing the vocals over people's raps. And I thought it was the ad-libs. Like, no, it's the whole goddamn song. Yeah. Like, why, why are you... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Is it not breath control? Like, are you not able to do that shit? Are you right. not? You know what I'm saying? Are they thinking that it's a music video? Like, I don't know where it started or what got. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I noticed that it's a, it's a split. Like, I don't know. It's hard to to, to categorize the kind of MC that does that versus right. the kind of MC that doesn't. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I I opened up for Keek the Sneak not too long ago, right. and the majority of the other artists on the bill use their vocals over there right. and I don't know why right. as opposed to like an underground hip hop show where nobody right, would right, dream right. of doing that right. you know what I'm saying because it's more I think it's, it has to do with more about the craft and then that's where like true intentions are told like people people don't want to live a rapper lifestyle but they don't really want to be a rapper no uh, yeah it's right. more there's just like there's this other lane now for just like hot shit right. you know what I mean like a vibe shit that, yeah yeah <laughs> it's a vibe or you shit know what that saying? makes you juice like yeah like people are getting you, you know like hype I mean? and like, like it's, it's a certain vibe and people 
people are really crafty at creating a vibe. Yeah. Where they don't necessarily need to be lyrical, miracle, whatever. No, yeah. They just come up with something catchy enough. They have yeah. enough swag. You know what I'm saying? They have enough charisma in them yeah. that they could sell it. Yeah. And people will consume it because it's easy to digest. It's, yeah. it's, it's no different than like junk food, but for your consciousness. But right. even then, you could still rap it when you do it live. I mean, like, right. Like, I mean, I don't. Well, this that's the thing is some of it is super produced, though. Like, people get used to the sound of a it's song. It's frequency. I mean, yeah. if you want to get deep with it, it's frequency yeah, and vibration. Yeah, so yeah. you get frequencies in that music, like, yeah. and you notice it, like, with like those songs where they have the hey, hey, yeah. like that yeah, chant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does something to you. Like, yeah, people are not yeah. aware that that's doing something to your brain chemistry that's causing you to vibrate at a certain frequency Definitely. to make you behave and respond in a right. certain way. Absolutely. Right? So the music is being hyper produced. Yeah. And the tones that are being used in the music, like all of this is overthought. The artists themselves may not have this intention. Right. But the people surrounding the artists, the producer, the record labels, whatever, are very crafty at putting together a song yeah. that creates a certain vibe and a certain feel. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And if they can make a million dollars off of that without having to be overcomplicated right, or lyrical right. miracle right, or political right, right. or positive then they're gonna do it yeah and right. it's capitalism for you you know what i'm saying it's, not it's really easier to consume too which that's kind of where the, that's, that's where the real problem is because you know if there's assholes trying to fuck shit up that's not even that bad like right. when it works is when it's bad you yeah. know what i mean like right. it's like when people like get there and it's like they get Cause I like some of that music, you know what I mean? I like to listen to it, but like I don't let it uh, make me forget about this other right. shit. That's he, more hard to like digest mentally. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? You know but what the, I mean? and, the, and the thing is, like I, I like the music too, but I, I'm very cognizant of when it starts changing my behavior. Right, right. right I'm right. very cognizant of um, I'm listening to this too much, and it's starting to change my value system, and I'm starting to act different. I can yeah. hear it, I can right. feel it. Yeah, I'm like, nah, yeah, nah, 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 nah. Let me go back to yeah. listening to Common and not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go back to. Yeah. I gotta get something, or yeah. or better yet, I won't even intentionally do that. I'll just be in a wave where I'm just like listening to like the Travis Scotts and the yeah. and the YBNs and I'm listening and I'm fucking with it, right? Yeah. But then like out of nowhere, I'll listen to a common record. I'll listen to a Big L song yeah. and I'm like, fuck. Right. Yeah. This is what it feels like. It wakes yeah. you to fuck up and yeah, it reminds it you. Yeah. And that's the same type of intention I try to have on stage. When I'm performing, I try to have the same feel. I try to remind you of what the fuck hip hop is. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And one of the best compliments people could ever give me, especially like the OGs, is like, people come up to me like yo you made me feel like I was in my 20s again like mm. that's the best feeling for me like a fellow MC or somebody who's just older than me come up to me and make me say yo you made me feel like I was like this was hip hop yes. you know what I mean and that's that's the kind of environment that's the kind of experience I want to give people like this is a culture and this is like us and I want to make people like when you you was at the Sky Zoo show right yeah that was a motherfucking moment that was amazing even when I wasn't on stage you that was a moment it, <laughs> thank you set. I appreciate a, you I told you too I was like that was a special set yeah seen, yeah you know what I mean like, and I appreciate you because you you have seen sets of mine you know what I'm saying so yeah. but it was like that moment where like he stopped rapping or he was doing shook ones oh yeah and, he and didn't the know whole we were gonna do it the whole <laughs> he didn't think we were gonna do it bro. I remember that shit I was, he was like ready Yo. to stop it I was like nah nah let's yeah. keep it going like the whole crowd started singing shook ones and do word for word for word that's not sky's song that's not my song no. it wasn't your song but every that's a moment that's hip-hop yeah, right yeah, that's that everybody dope. in the room regardless of whether what race they are it doesn't matter what block they came from where yeah. the fuck they live in the bay it doesn't matter if they get gentrified or they homegrown you was there for the moment yeah and you was rapping your motherfucking ass off yeah. rest in peace prodigy that's what i'm talking about that's yes. the hip-hop shit that you can't do that rapping over your own vocals that's 
that's not a moment you create rapping in your own vocals. That's yeah. not a moment you create with the current musical climate that's that's that we're hearing in terms of mainstream rap. Because there's a lot of dope shit going on, yeah. even with the mainstream, but mainly like independent underground. There's a lot of dope shit going on. So yes. my issue isn't necessarily with what the young kids are doing nowadays. It's more no, about the all. disbalance. Yeah. Right. There's not yeah. a balance where like in the in the golden era of hip hop, there was a balance. You had your De La Soul at the same time you had NWA. Yeah. And both of them were popular. Both of them had their audiences and both of them had records to sell, tours to do, and they could fuck with each other and they may even take pictures with each other. Yeah. They respect each other's grind. Yeah. And they respect each other's hustle. You don't really get that now. You get one artist, little or young so and so with like eighteen <laughs> million views on their ratchet ass rap record yeah. versus the MC who's like kicking bars and barring motherfuckers to death. Yeah. And they only get like eighteen hundred views. Right. It's like <laughs> why that's there's such a gross disparity between the two and that's unfortunate we that's gotta, that internet shit though yeah. you know what I mean that's those algorithms and shit it's, too it you really know what I mean is, because yo. that's like there's people out there that will like that music more you know what For I sure. mean like like the bars shit you know mm-hmm. what I mean the good music sample based like there's a big Market it's still there. That. It's still it's much still less there. like the you know what I mean positive love for the music, but like people will buy it. You know what I mean? Like for sure. just, you just it has to be found. You know right. what I mean? These people. Yeah, have to and be that's found. the problem is that nobody wants to look for it, and that's right. that. That, that's that brings it. me to my point is yeah. that the reason that the music that is being played now is so popular and so easy to consume, yeah, is mainly because fucking it's mainly because people are traumatized we're right. like we as like collectively we're so out of it yeah like we're bombarded <laughs> with so much shit yeah. we're going through our own like private family yes. personal traumas Absolutely. personal issues we got work issues we got job like we got money relationship problems. issues yeah. money problems we just want to tune the fuck out yes and this music provides the soundtrack for you to tune the fuck out yes lyrical miracle this that you got it that's paying yeah. I gotta pay too much attention yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. it's cool for me to just be like no 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 think in the band yeah I think it too like I'm with it like I'm yeah. with it because I, I can I can see like how I can just listen to it and not have to think about much right but if I get on the microphone like yo gentrification cinematic I'm like fuck bro (laughs) I just got off a fucking 12 hour shift I can't I can't process what you're (laughs) what you're dropping right now you know like I gotta be in a better mood and have more money in my wallet to figure this shit out like for real but you know and that and that's the problem so we're not gonna be able to change the disparity in the messaging Right or the balance between it, and so we start changing the, the societal problems. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But as underground artists or independent artists, we have a better or a bigger responsibility because we're on the ground, and we're you know there's a lot of intersections between our artistry and activism and this and this and that. Like you know what I'm saying? Same dudes I know who are doing records are also in protest marches mm-hmm. and are also trying to bring awareness to certain social issues and right. all of that. So I think there needs to be more of an emphasis of that. Mm-hmm. So you get the people ready and you get the people appreciative. Yeah. Of your messaging because you are an advocate for the people in their environment and what they're going through on a day-to-day basis. Definitely. This rapper, Lil or Young So-and-So, don't give a fuck about you and don't know you from a motherfucking can of paint. Yeah. Versus the dude who's in the streets every day. You see him at a rap show, but then you'll see him at a protest. But right. then you see him at, you know what I'm saying? Then you see him at a at a barbecue. Yeah. Then you see him at a block. Like, he's accessible. No, yeah. I think hip-hop. showing up is super important. To exactly. Share, you know what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's hip-hop. It's being, having that community accessible. Accessibility. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it hip hop versus rap music and whatever the case is. So Definitely. it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
That's crazy. I mean, that's the thing. It's like that you know when when you're in those like very personal environments where it's like that underground and like yeah. you're all knowing each other to it, it, like you see what's going on and you feel it so much that it's like anything below standard to a certain point is not going to fly in that exactly. situation but if it's like you were saying it's like crafted now you know there's all the big name whatever's and it's just so crafted that you know they're rapping over their vocals because they can't keep up and it's like that but it's like crafted to make people like it and it's just like big so it's, it's passable easier it's to passable serve. it's palatable exactly yeah you know exactly yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. easier to serve you you can compare it very much like food mm. right mm -hmm. it's a lot easier for me to go through a drive-thru at mcdonald's than it is for me to go home and try to cook some shit of myself or <laughs> right. to go to whole foods and try to like make something from scratch even if yeah. it's just a hamburger right? right it's a lot easier for me to consume just the bullshit right but is it, it healthy yeah. Right. If me eating seven days, seven days of McDonald's straight, that's not healthy for you. But it's right. the easiest shit on the world. Right. There's a McDonald's yeah. on every other block, yeah. so it's accessible, it's easy, but it's not healthy. Right. We yeah. got to start making people recognize. Yes, it's cool, it's accessible, it's easy, but it's not healthy if yeah. you consume it in the amount and the in, in in the quantities that they're shoving it in your face. Yeah. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Move. Like you know that's you gotta. But yeah. having that conversation with people is like an uphill battle in, yeah. in and of themselves. Because again, people are traumatized. They just want to like chill. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, some of the biggest songs that have happened are just like comp like uh, about some crazy. You know, like people don't even know what it, the song is about. You know, but yeah. it's just it's a like it's, it's a, vibe, a vibe. You know, yeah, it's a vibe. like people are like yeah. the hype man of their own music. You know, yeah, like after a certain true. point, they're just like you know people now, especially in like hip hop, they're just like the main goal is to get the crowd to go fucking nuts, like sure. uh, just yeah. on some. Like yell at you shit exactly you know, just for any reason it's, it's a release yeah. it's this is why movies like The Purge are so popular now because people want to purge right. they just need the release yeah. right. you know what I'm saying so that, that means that. that if I'm just gonna go to and see this rapper and just dumb out for yeah. 20 30 minutes yeah. that's what I'm gonna do yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying for that's 300 dollars just for three exactly for 300 dollars <laughs> throw a couple of pyrotechnics and he raps over his own vocals like yeah you know what I mean it's 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 a weird space that we're in but like you know it's also there's there's also plenty of opportunity and there's plenty of people with even with if they're niche market who still love that raw real shit definitely you know what I'm saying and that and I'll, I'll speak to those motherfuckers the, the all rock day. marciano yeah exactly Conway West Side Conway Gunna, West Side Gunner like my fucking favorite static right selective static selective run shit Joey terminology badass, badass. yeah uh, man there's a lot, lot of evidence ways. you know what I mean evidence, dudes yeah. like that like um Shit, we could talk about that. I just saw Rock Marcy in uh, L.A. Oh, word? I took a bus. I took a bus <laughs> to see, Rock See, that's, that's real shit. That's, yeah, you know what I mean? Me and my girl, she's out there, yeah. right, Simone? We went and saw Rock Marcy. <laughs> but um, he's coming here, too. But, yeah, that's what I was going to talk about then because I think, I think that's like a whole sort of its own... I want. I don't want to say industry, but you know what I mean. Like they created that kind of circle of fans and shit. You know what I mean. So where they can tour and like exactly. sell rec physical like vinyl and shit, and it's like sold as art. You know what I mean. Like a Fly God is a thousand dollars right now. What a vinyl of Fly God is a thousand dollars. right That's. Now. But you see what I'm saying. You know what I mean. Like there's a whole other thing right there. Like that just. It's high end urban art. Yes. You know what I'm saying, and that that's the way. Like you know, like you can have. You could have 
30 McDonald's restaurants in a city, or you could have one Joe's of Westlake. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Like, you could have 30 McDonald's, or you could have one House of Prime Rib, yeah. right? Where you go, and you get all gussied up, and you go, and you spend a, a good chunk of change on a really nice meal and a great experience. Yes. Yeah. So, I think if more artists within the independent or underground or boom bap, whatever you want to call it, that kind of scene yeah. saw themselves as such. Yeah. You would, we wouldn't be mad, or we there wouldn't be such a dichotomy or a competition between like it wouldn't be this us and them yes. situation. It'd be like, well, no, I do, I, I do something different. Yes. I am, I want to be House of Prime Rib in the world of McDonald's. I yes. want to be Westlake Joe's Absolutely. in the world of Starbucks. Like I, I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I'd much rather be the mom and pop spot. Yes, that it has loyal customers for years yes. than to try to franchise out and, and saturate my sound. Yeah. Yes, you know what I mean. So Definitely. that's you know. Yeah. It, it, but you got to start seeing it as a career path and like you know what I mean and I think a lot of artists are scared of industrializing or 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 making their music a job right like they're scared of it it's like, hard it's like yeah. the hardest it's thing, hard yeah. to do but they're also like I like I think honestly like a lot of artists are just fucking frightened because they don't know what that means yeah <laughs> they there's don't know gotta they be have... a lot more sacrifice I yeah. think you know what I mean that's For a big sure. part of just a lot like like living out a dream you know yeah. what I mean yeah. like it's it's almost impossible so you gotta you gotta but it's the same thing you know? like Talib Kweli as a businessman is not doing anything different than Lil Wayne mm -hmm. right. other than he is catering to a different demographic right. that is the only thing their business is virtually identical in the right. way they process it right. and the way they handle touring and the way they handle what your, their writer is working with promoters going right. on tour putting out an album putting up their own money this process and the formula is the same it's just the music messaging and the scale yes. is different yes. a lot of artists think that oh because I'm an underground artist and I have a certain kind of message I don't need to do all this extra shit to make yeah. a living off my art no you still have to do it Yeah, you, you just have to recognize who your audience is so that you can really tackle them and not yeah. try to exp you know what I mean like right. it's you know and I think a lot of artists I need to do like a we need to do like a music industry conference for yeah. independent artists. No, that like would for be sure. Good. Like yeah. we need some shit like that, so like people can recognize like it's okay for you to be lyrical miracle and still make a living off this shit. Like, yeah, you, don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for sure. I mean, do you think artists nowadays, like especially when you get that like to such a big platform, they have a responsibility on like like other than themselves of keeping themselves you know in the game or whatever do they have a responsibility to like the reputation of the game or whatever you know yes and no um you know what i'm saying depending on Good how question. you came in the game mm -hmm. if you're an artist like talib kwali where your your most famous song is get by mm, right. that's like a hip-hop folk song that's right. like an <laughs> anthem for socially conscious rap music right. if that's your calling card yeah. you then have a responsibility because you've painted yourself in that corner right. but if your if your if your calling card is Gucci gang Gucci gang right you have less <laughs> you have less responsibility you became yeah. famous now if you're smart you take that fame you take that level of influence you take your money and you can funnel it in ways that are beneficial for a community yes. right. you know what i'm saying there's a lot of artists who who do that they right. they may not be on the front lines of 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 the um the revolution but they'll fund yeah. they'll fund it you know what i'm saying yeah. like i've been hearing like aretha franklin just died rest in peace and i've right. been hearing posthumously like all the things she did for like nation of islam and civil rights movement right. and right. like she wasn't
doesn't like you would never think like she's never the first person you think about in terms of activism and right. being an artist. You think of Nina Simone before you think of Aretha Franklin in terms of doing like activist work. Right. You never think of Aretha Franklin. You think R E S P E C T, right? But she made enough money that she said, you know, I could take this money and I can give to the civil rights movement. I can mm-hmm. give, but she knew what her place was. Yes, she was like, I'm not gonna fuck up my money by saying any extra shit. I'm gonna make sure I get this money, but yeah. I have enough sense right. to funnel it. Right. To yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right so there, you know, please. as long as people have that sense of communal responsibility, the problem is a lot of these new artists don't have that sense of communal responsibility. Right. You could do whatever you want. You could say, you know what I'm saying, Gucci gang and all that say you could say that shit a thousand times to make your teeth white and sell billions of records. Yeah. Right? But without any sort of communal responsibility, it doesn't do anything for us as a culture. True. And I just feel like you're taking without giving and we're giving without receiving, right? right, right. As opposed to other artists who may do all that kind of music who say, you know, I'm going to take this money and then I'm going to help build a school. Right. right. I'm going to pull this money over to, together with another dope rapper who's making hella money and let's put some shit together yeah. and let's build some shit. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Or just pay the people who know how to do it. Yeah. Pay the people who are the activists. Yeah. Right? You don't have to be the activist yourself. Just pay the people who are the activists. Like, yeah. yo, I got it. All right, cool. Let me give you fifty thousand dollars to run to run this program in my neighborhood that I came up in. Yeah. Done. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. I don't I think we we capitalism blinds us from that. So then we when we get that money and we get them checks, we're like, Oh, I'm the man. I did this on my own. I gotta I don't show have this. Yeah, yeah, I gotta show this shit. I'm gonna buy mm-hmm. a car before I buy a house. Right. I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna you know it, and that's you know. It, yeah. it is what it is I can't yeah. I can't I bought cars before I can't, like, I, can't yeah. I can't really like You know what I'm saying like, Cars break j- They do <laughs> Or they get Or, or even worse They get repossessed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit Like you know what I mean shit Cars break up, Or they get repossessed Like you know So there's that So Before we go into this Smoke break Slash Play some unlearned songs I wanted to ask Like who is Who are some of your influences And if you feel like it Who's like your top five MCs My top five will change Depending on my mood Alright what's um, my mood? Sta- The staple though The staples are Biggie Smalls and Nas And Jay like, okay. Those are the top three Those are like top my three, three. Right. And then my four and five Will always change Sometimes Busta Rhymes Is in my four okay. or five KRS-One is in my four or five okay. Common will be in my four or five mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Tribe Called Quest As a collective will be like number four right, okay. you know what I'm saying so like I, like those are those th- those are the main influences like I grew up my first rap record that I ever loved or that like, I thought was like oh this this is what hip hop is this is what rap was Eric B for President mm. by Rakim Damn. right then Nas made me want to write rhymes like Nas was the one who like set my brain on fire to write rhymes like I loved Tupac I loved um all the MCs that everybody says says they love, you know what I'm saying? But then I also loved Sean Price. Oh, thank you. I loved Helter Skelter. Like, I wanted to be like them dudes so bad. I would yes. try to imitate my voice to try to sound like rock mm. from rock and rock. Like, like, I would try to, like, imitate that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so, like, Helter Skelter, Boot Camp Click. Like, who else? It's just a lot of New York. Big pun, mm. obviously. You know what I'm saying? Fat Joe... The beat nuts, mm. like, and these are people who like I was in the studios with, so I had that like wow, that level of really? experience. I was in the studio. It's my small little braggadocio. It's humble. I was gonna brag. say, give us a couple of these. Stories. <laughs> so you know that you know that beat nuts song. Um, what did was it? Uh, Watch out now. That Jennifer Lopez sampled. Right, I was in the studio when they made that beat. Wow. Right, and it's Chung King Studios, the same studio that Nas recorded Illmatic in. I was 16 years old. Whoa. I, they wanted me to write a hook for it. 
But what? I couldn't come. I couldn't. I couldn't come up with a hook for it because I was hella high. My brother got me in yeah, there, yeah, and we was hella high. And I was watching yeah. Dust Till Dawn in the back room, oh, <laughs> and I couldn't come up with a hook to save my life for it. I just kept on vibing to the beat. But I remember being, and I remember being mad as fuck when the song started like really making noise, and yeah. then they was doing world tour. But like I remember, you know, the Beat Nuts and Juju and Psycho Less wanted to make beats for me, and I remember that. Like I remember being a kid That's and I having that personal stake. So I, Beat Nuts is like a. I remember being in the studio rapping for Fat Joe and he called me like a, a pretty boy Dominican dude I remember like, <laughs> <laughs> he did yeah you know no, what I'm saying and like me, me leaving the booth and Cuban Link giving me like the biggest fucking dap and hug wow. for my verse like I remember God, you know yeah. what I'm saying or being like watching Big Pun record a verse and seeing how he did his tongue twisters and wow you were there punch for a Big in. Pun verse yeah Ooh. like and he would punch in and then he would go on and it would sound seamless wow like it would, it would sound like I so I seen so I, 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 I fuck with a lot of those artists who were like are influential because of my personal relationship with them Gene Gray I worked out of the same studio as a kid as Gene Gray so there's Gene Gray Pharaoh Talib Kweli Brooklyn Axe Skiing Team which is like Pumpkinhead Poison Pen Immortal Technique like mm-hmm. that whole group like they were like kind of like not necessarily my OGs but they were like the big homies right right I was 16 they were like in their early 20s and they mm-hmm. like started like but we were all working out of the same studio like my first demos or my first like few actual rap songs were produced by Jean Grey and like she would tell wow. me how to count 16 and to do a hook and That's to have a theme crazy. and all of that yeah. so like those are the artists that are influential to me only because I have personal memories and relationships with them but then people who I never met before and like people who I would love to like yeah you got your Nazis you got your big Lupe fiascos I think is a, amazing artist you know what I'm saying like you know what I'm saying like, I think Joe Budden when he was at the height of his Joe Buttonist yeah. <laughs> was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like me, people used to always say me and Joel Ortiz sounded alike, mm, and I could yeah, I, I could see, see those similarities. We're both like Latinos from New York, so we have that vibe, and we're like right. both like pun disciples, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so, like those are these are all artists that I respect and I love and like listen to and I think are, are amazing. You know what I mean? And then like just other, just I'm a, I'm a fan of the culture, so like. Lil Wayne, I think, is one of the fucking dopest. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I even think Drake is is the shit, and people yeah. give me a lot of shit for that. But I'm like, yo, if you've ever been in a relationship <laughs> and you listen to a Drake, like, like yeah, if that, if that it, doesn't boy. hit, yeah, yeah. that doesn't hit a chord with you, I don't know what kind of man you are, bro. <laughs> like, I really don't. Yeah. And like, you know, to his credit, he pieces shit together. I can't fuck with the ghostwriting, right? But yeah. the shit that he he's written on his own, you got to give him credit where credit is due, man. So like. I, nah, he know, makes dope songs. I think like, he makes really good songs. Yeah, you know what I'm definitely. saying? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm never. I, I won't listen to it all day. I can't be in my fields that long. I got right. shit to do. But you know what I mean? Like J Cole's another. One. I remember J Cole doing the. Um, what's crazy is J Cole was. He lived in the same dorm as my homeboy who went to St. John's. No shit. And that's in North Carolina? No, no. This was J. Cole moved up to Queens for college. And he went to St. John's University. And my homeboy moved into the same dorm as him. So I remember J. Cole like just rapping just to rap. Wow. Right? But then I remember like seeing him again on Hip Hop Game. He did the the warm-up mixtape. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's the dude from... The dorm, and it was the dopest mixtape. It was like the dopest music I had heard in yeah. like years on that mixtape, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? This dude is gonna be next." And 
He was. He yeah. was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, I remember fucking Eminem. When Eminem was coming up, I used to go on, like, they, Kaza or LimeWire, remember those shits? Like, yes, from Hello. Yeah, I used to download shit. Eminem Battles. Like wow. when he was in the Rap Olympics, oh, wow. you know what wow. I'm saying, or when he was on, uh, he was a uh, they, he was on unsigned hype in the source, mm. right? Like that, that Eminem, like you know, his infinite EP Eminem. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you remember when you, that came? I out? I remember that that came out, or like wow. like that that era, like that was shit was that was dope to me, you know what I'm saying? And then I like, like infinite. Slim Shady, and then the Marshall Matters LP, I know word for word. Yeah, you play that yeah. if I'm drunk enough or high enough, and that record comes on, it's a fucking concert. Yeah. I think I'm Eminem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for real, it's just like you know. So like all every just hip hop, man. Just fucking hip hop. Do you like Eminem, new Eminem shit? I mm, mm, <laughs> nah. nah I mean, he, you know what I'm saying? He's like he's like one of those artists that like he didn't age well lyrically. Uh, you know what uh, I'm saying? Like you could have grown up if you're older. You could have grown up listening to Elton John right but you don't necessarily want a new Elton John album right right. you know what I'm saying you could have listened to you could be a Beatles fan yeah you don't necessarily want a Paul McCartney album right right, you know what I mean so it's the same thing for me like I remember Eminem and I love Eminem and he's like in top 10 of all of my MCs yeah but I if I never get another Eminem album again I'm okay with that yeah I'm okay with that he should be okay with that yeah Yeah. you know what I mean like he got his money he made his money he He puts other artists on he has so much other shit to do he's living an awesome He's living his best life. Owns hopefully. like a radio station. Like, yeah, he owns Syria or Shade Forty Five. He's good, yo. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you know, but as a rapper, you still want to do it. I'm gonna probably be doing this shit when I'm 80. Like I'm gonna probably want to do this shit forever. You know, Jay Z. I think it hasn't lost a step though. Mm, yeah, Method really Man great. and Red Man haven't lost a no. step. I heard yeah, a new Method Man gone. record really? that it w- that shot on any new MC. Which I was, one? I forget the name of it, man. I, I gotta yeah. find it. But it was I like, like new Method. It was like within the last three months. It was a video that I was like, "Yo, yeah, he's how is he rapping like this?" And he's he does so, and he's that. Old. Yeah. He's like still. dope, yeah. like yeah. fucking dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Redman. I'm like, "Yo, y'all, Redman, y'all too old to be rapping that good." Who else? Black Thought, dude. Black, Black Thought, Black really, another uh, one. He holds Ghost it down Day. with the freestyles. Freestyle. Yeah, yeah, the freestyles. He's Holy really holding shit. it down in the game. Dude. Oh man, like you know what I'm saying? Like the rappers who can rap can rap, and they stay they stay on point. You know, but then like some of the new, there's a dude from New York called Graf, who uh-huh. I love. Yeah, I love Graf. I think he's dope. I've, I've, I've been fucking with Graf. We were on the same compilation table like, years ago. Dope. I've and, actually heard about him before. Yeah. Yeah. Like years ago. And I, since I was in, I was in the studio recording for that compilation album. They played that. They played his song for the compilation album. And I wanted to redo my song. Yeah. Because his shit was dope. Like dope and his his wordplay and his like he's he's ill. Um, you know, Fifty Cent. I'm a I'm a fan of Fifty Cent. Oh hell yeah! I'm always gonna be a fan of Fifty Cent. Like even if the game don't like him, I love him. He just came out with a new record too. He came out with the record. It's him, Casanova, Uncle Murder, and Six Nine called Get the Strap. Is it good? I I think it's the hardest record out. I don't think it's the dopest record out. Let's make a distinction, right? It's the hardest record out. Like hardcore hip hop. Yeah, that's the hardest record out right now. But you know, and he has the best verse on it. Fifty yeah. got the best verse on it. Uncle Murder did his thing. Casanova, I think, does the hook. Six Nine is trash on it. Fifty dropped <laughs> something with Jadakiss too. Yeah, right? yeah, I like Jadakiss, Fabulous, yeah. like you know what I'm saying. Jadakiss and Styles, right? Probably one of the best duos in hip hop history. Oh, Styles, I love the locks. You know what I'm saying. Styles is yeah, Styles in the locks in general, but like Styles in particular. Yeah. Um, 
Jadakiss has like one of the best rap voices ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just just fucking hip hop. I, I wanna like, ask like what what was the impression of the Bay in terms of hip hop when you were still in question. New York and like living the hip hop scene in New York? Um, it wasn't we didn't really I, I knew too short. Yeah. I knew Too Short as West Coast. I didn't know him from the Bay. I, mean, right. I just knew Too Short was like a West Coast rapper, right? Right. Same thing. Like I thought he, he was up there with like Ice T and Ice Cube, and like uh. you know what I mean. So you had Too Short. Um, e Forty, I knew was from the Bay, uh. and I didn't really like. I'll be honest with you, I didn't really like E Forty. I remember, I remember going back and forth to Detroit because I was trying to make a record label when I was like, I, I dropped out of college, trying to make a record label in Detroit with my friends I went to high school with, right? Mm. And we had an investor <laughs> in Detroit, so we I was going back and forth between New York and Detroit, and I remember my. Uh, homeboy's cousin he was like always with the squad and always chilling with us and he was oh he would always argue with me that e40 was better than jay-z he would put money on it like yo and he would try to like he would try to argue with me and we would have these heated arguments like heated discussions and it wasn't until i came out to the bay i moved out here in like 2003 the first time and it was at the height of the hyphy movement right right? the height of it like what you call it um that that song um with Too Short and Young Bloods and Lil John had just came out. Oh, that uh, shake that thing. Yeah, yeah. like that had just came out. Shake Tell me when the go was about to come out. Yeah. Like it was like Mac Dre was still alive. Right. Yeah. yeah. That from that point forward, and I don't know if it's because I was living in the Bay or because I was paying more attention, but at that point, E Forty started being dope to me. Right. Because I was like, he just matured better than most other artists. Huh. Right. Like lyrically, right. he was saying some shit, yeah. and his cadence and his rhymes. I was like, oh, fuck, okay, all right. (laughs) Okay, I can fuck with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, you know, like, so the the Bay, like, I I didn't, I wasn't really, like, we knew Souls of Mischief. Mm -hmm. We knew Hieroglyphics. Uh That, you know what I'm saying? But, like, it didn't really, like. So, how'd you hear about them, like, uh, before the internet, I mean? 93 Till was, like, a smash. It was, like, a national record. So, like, I remember 93 Till, and that was pretty Del, much the only record. You know about Del, I knew Dell from Gorillas. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And then but the that people, was later, right? Yeah, that was later. But then people yeah. told me that he was in like you know Hyro and and so like I was like right. okay, so I was making the connections. But like they were they were never my go tos per se. But I always thought they were dope. I yeah. always thought there was something unique. And then when I finally came out here, it started making sense to me. Yeah. Just like right. the way Bay Area music slaps. Like right. it was like okay, I, I, it makes sense. I get it. You know what I'm saying? No different than like Andre 3000. He said the first time he went to New York and saw all the buildings New York music started making sense to him mm. it put it in context like okay now I know why it sounds the way look at these buildings I yeah. see why the music sounds the way it right. sounds exactly. just because of the surrounding I understand why Bay Area music sounds the way it sounds just right. being out in San Francisco going to Oakland every day like I see it I make it it right. makes sense and now I have more of an appreciation for it because I see the context in which it comes from right. you feel me yeah. you know but then there was other artists like the team when the team was hot for a minute yeah. um, I, I, I used to dig them Jacka Jacka fucking is dope yeah. right you know what I'm saying when he was doing records with like Freeway and shit Oh, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Highway like, robbery. Was, yeah, was she was dope. she was she was lit. So rest in I, peace, you know, Jack. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I want to play some of your music real yeah. quick. Yes, let's get into that. I was gonna play um, "Man of Respect." I feel like that's the one I was listening to earlier. Okay, and yeah. then "King of Every." Oh no, "King of Everything first. Ooh, and then that. I love How about that. That's one? one of my favorite records. All right, let's do "King of Everything." Cool. Coming 
to a hood near you. Now all my people sing.
with a key in the trunk Sensei, karate chopping the trees by the trunk My press play like MJ23 when he dunked 1980s CBGB's punk, why you fake the funk? I ain't one of these new niggas popping a zanny White people are staring at me cause my hair is napped I'm in her jeans so she call me daddy They say they want beef but they only serving veggie patties Ruffled feathered raps, rising out the ash like a phoenix. I've been through hell and back. Went from picking cotton to living without options. Now we got it popping, trapping slave owners in our pockets. Look, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Cause God cannot be found in superstition and ritual. The true and living is found in moments of thinking critical. I'm still redeemed, even if my living is hypocritical. Listen. Even when I'm off, I stay on. Cause in this life you stay prayed up or get prayed on. Hail Mary. Grace, grape swisher, sweet blunt that's full of an eighth. I daydream of a wraith, the roof looking like space. My mind stayed time travels while standing in place. I want God is great on my vanity plates. A man of faith, no matter what, I handle my fate. I want a fat estate, I want land with a lake. Big house with a gate where my family can't be safe. Barbecue and a steak, get the sauce, honey. Even my freestyles cost money. I stay fresh and I conquered my own bummy. The road was bumpy, master. My demons and conquered my own dumpies I used to pray to heaven hoping they forgive my sins Now I enter my own temple and pray to the God within I try to speak fluent in the language of music My brain is filled with spiritual and gangster influence Friends I knew were cut in school being chased by the truants This is why the jail time they facing is stupid I'm like Jesus and the world is Judas Betraying me, afraid of the rap game But it was my wife who was playing me It's crazy to me how I didn't know And now when she tries to throw dirt on my name The flowers grow my inner power grows my outer power shows make sure your numbers match when the effect is domino vominoes we on a journey hellfire tries to burn me but the most high in his mercy gave me wings like a birdie rock shows like i'm 20 but a nigga over 30 my soul is dirty going through life's trials with no attorney in this life all i need is loyalty and lawyer fees new black royalty i'm buzzing like a swarm of bees All right, and we're back on the radio now yes. at Old Soul Radio. That's just yes. how we do it here. We just randomly... It's how we do it. It's yeah. how we get down. Um, but yeah, before we um, get into more music, we're just going to... Jai, you had a question for Unlearn? Oh, we're just going to talk about... Uh how you produce too you you made you made all uh i made yeah most of the beats on my album this album universes mm -hmm. i made most of the beats there and on the album i dropped last year i sing i center i self i did all the Uh, the whole album so how did you get into that side of it i got tired of sending producers sample ideas Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's really what it came down to i was so tired of sending like shit like you don't even understand like I would have these ideas I would watch movies I would like get into other shit and like really get into 
like, oh, what if I flip this sample or try to do this new shit or whatever the case was? And then, like, finally, I just got tired of it. And I was like, nah, there needs there needs to be another way. So I, I downloaded a, a cracked version of um, FL Studio. Oh, uh, nice. And I just started, like, literally creating my own drum kit. Like, oh, because I was, I was starting to get a sense of, oh, you could load different sounds in here. So I literally went through all my CDs and every... DJ premiere song that had like a silence or solo snare yeah. or a Dr. Dre song that had like a solo drum kick yeah. I was sampling that shit I That's was changing that. the pitch of yeah. it to make my own and I was just doing that and then like you you play experiment and then you make your first banger and then yeah. that was it yeah. like I made my first dope beat that I would actually want to rap over and I was like yo what was that it was I, I, nothing that I recorded on ever. Right, it was, right, I, yeah. took a, I took a <laughs> I sped up a Mahalia uh, a Mahalia Jackson single or, oh, okay. or, or sample and it, it just sounded all dark and deep and underground and gritty mm. yeah. and I had these hard ass drums and I was like oh fuck I'm a producer now yeah. <laughs> and then I'm I had some, over. some yeah and then I had some of my producer friends who I knew like teach me how to work on FL Studio and flip samples and do different things and then like I put it away I stopped fucking with it for a while but then when I became a teaching artist and started producing again I got Ableton Mm-hmm. and Ableton push and like that kind of changed everything like that was like I was like I was literally making dope beats by accident for like three months because I had no idea what the fuck I was doing I yeah. knew how to throw in a sample I knew yeah. how to program drums I didn't really know how to like coordinate and then finally it started making sense right. and then from that point forward I started making like four beats a day mm. like every and just like you just get better with it and because I teach it I get I get versed in the format of like putting together a sample, chopping up a sample, right. doing sound design, taking out the frequencies and doing right. high end, low end, right. all of that stuff. And then That's I just started dope. mastering that and then mastering the art of different drum sounds, like That's not dope. using the same drum sounds right. all the time. And then like, right. you know, you just practice and you just get better at it. And then like you start playing your beats for friends and like they right. start feeling it and like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it just started getting better. And then I started like really getting in my bag about it and then saying okay I can actually I actually making beats that I like to rap on yeah. and then working on records and putting together projects and like the, you know yeah. a dozen songs later you're like oh I have a whole fucking album worth of material that I produced myself let me yeah. just put this shit out and like you know and I'm very satisfied with it you know what I'm saying like yeah. I, I was I just posted on Facebook early like I had one of my laptops stolen in May right oh, like shit. they cracked you know San Francisco shit they yeah. cracked open the back of my shit I Oof. caught me slipping had my back in there and they stole my shit so I lost like a year and a half worth of beats that I was making on my shit I was like sick over it for like a day got a new laptop same program same everything and just started going to work (laughs) like that that happened at the end of May up to yesterday I was in my house I made about seven or eight beats I have a total of like 80 beats since May just just working on some shit just like recreating yeah. you know what I mean and then all the beats that I made over the last year and a half a lot of them came from vinyl that I still have so I can just go back and like reproduce them if I need to and make them better and you know what I'm saying so I'm happy about that I'm cool with yeah. it who yeah. are like the the gods of production uh it changes for me like I watch a lot of Rhythm Roulette, right? So yeah. that's if you, if you don't know, for people who are listening who don't know, Rhythm Roulette is this web series on YouTube. Mass Appeal produces it. They take well-known producers, they blindfold them, bring them to a record store, they pick out three records, and they have they have to make beats from those three records yeah, or within those three records, sample-based yeah. beats. So I like studying that and watching like large professors, Jake Ones. I used to work a lot with Jake One back oh, in the day, yeah. um, but then like Apollo Brown. 
You know what I'm saying? Like Apollo Brown is like my newfound hero. He's like yeah. the new premier to me. Yeah. <laughs> DJ, DJ Premier, Just Blaze, old Kanye records. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, in my, yeah. I have this trunk in my house that has like all my old shit, like things that like I was like I owned like when I was a teenager and like notebooks and yearbooks and all types of like memorabilia, right? Yeah. In that is an instrumental CD that Kanye West made before he came out with um, College Dropout. He just had all the beats he made. So, like, the instrumental to Get By, instrumentals he did for Beanie Siegel, uh, things right. he did from the Dynasty album. It was just like, so, but he, as, as you know, it's Kanye. This is old Kanye, so he just wouldn't shut up and stop talking. Right. So, like, every other song, he does an interlude where he talks about the beat and right. talks about producing it and all of that. He talks about, like, the Get By beat he made for Mariah Carey. Uh-huh. And he was trying to sell it to Mariah Carey for like fifteen, no twenty, two hundred and fifty thousand. He was trying to charge Mariah Carey for the get by beat. Damn, and God, damn. Talib Kweli only had enough in the budget for like fifteen thousand, and he ended up giving it to Talib. What? Right? Kanye beat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. You see, people don't recognize like he was with the shits. He's like, real. I mean, he's still now. Ah, uh, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. I don't. I can't. I can't condone any of this shit. I was telling my son in the car earlier. I said, I don't think I can condone anything he does now. Yeah, it's like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not it's not only like the Trump supporting it's like you could you could do all of that and you could be a douchebag if the music is dope right right like a lot of people will give you a creative pass because they'll compartmentalize and have that that cognitive dissonance but when you're a douchebag and your music ain't hitting no more it's time to hang it up like you know what I'm saying it's time to go back to like the drawing board but early Kanye was a shit but like him talking about his process and like breaking down drum patterns and slicing samples and like I you know I love old Kanye shit I love Just Blaze and what he does like just whether it's sampled or not sampled even like the newer dudes like Mike Will made it yeah. you know what I'm saying uh, DJ Mustard who basically stole everything Bay Area and just took it to LA <laughs> like you know at first when people started saying that I was like nah he, nah they just hating it's true it's 100% true like you take you look at the hyphy era of 2000 what 2004 to 2008 maybe yeah. like that hyphy era and like the the, the two the, the the three note two bar loops yeah. and like the fast bpms like the 105 bpms that's exactly what he's doing now and just right. got yg on it and it's just like yeah. the same shit right you know what i mean there's the big bank take little bank that new record that yeah. they got out that's yeah. that's straight up bay area shit right like you know what i mean like i, yeah. I you, you gotta call a spade a spade man like that was so um yeah but even like some of the newer dudes like some of the shit is dope and Timbaland, um, Dilla, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like early Dilla, like when he was doing shit with like Tribe and Common, and like you know what I'm saying? Like that, that Dilla. What about um, like Slum Mad Village. Lib? And Mad Lib mm-hmm. is dope. The shit he has with Freddie Gibbs is amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So like Mad Lib, Doom, like, Doom, Doom. I like Doom. I yeah. in terms of his production style, I don't know if I could replicate it. It works for Doom. Yeah, right. you know what yeah, I mean. But yeah, like yeah. as a producer to take note from, yeah. like I could see how he does music that creates a certain aesthetic for himself. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. That makes him such an amazing brand in and of himself because right. his his album and his music is classically Doom. Like that's you, what I like about rappers that <laughs> make their own beats is like they can create their own world. That like, right, is super like un imitatable it's just a, their yeah, own like, it's like sonically yeah. it's just their own shit yeah. it's yeah. just their own vibe and everything and you 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 literally enter like a completely different like feel <laughs> yeah when you're in certain artists space who produce and like you know what I'm saying even J. Cole makes dope beats Definitely. Like J., right, J. Cole yeah. makes dope beats Eminem <clears throat> makes dope beats like people forget Eminem makes beats 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, he does. He did yeah. Renegade. He did. He, <laughs> he 100% did Renegade. You know what I'm saying? So he has his own flair and own vibe and own style. You know what I mean? But right. like, yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to go back to replicating or not even replicating, but recreating that or that feel from a re- like old school boom bap records like mm-hmm. when you heard Gangstar you know what I'm saying like yeah. certain Gangstar records for me like DJ Premier yeah. is unfuckwittable yeah. <laughs> when it comes to certain records you know what I'm saying Definitely. Apollo Brown now has records that I'm just like they give me goosebumps when I hear like he'll play the sample and then when that when them drums come in boy it's like yeah. something yeah. fucking else yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean so I just want to create those energies you know as a producer so like you have a beat maker and you have a producer somebody who crafts the whole record I want to start be. I'm trying to move into that space of being a producer mm-hmm. like listening to a beat that either I made or my friend made and say okay well, let's get so and so to come in and do some some keys on this. Let's get so and so to do the hook and sing. Let's get this rapper to do this. Like I want to be able to craft and construct the whole vibe and feel to create right. a moment. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? It goes back to that those moments of what we're talking about. Hip hop is a is a is a, a is a composite of moments. Yeah. Right. Thank you. That's, that's a good way to. That's put a hip hop is a composite of moments because we got to keep in mind hip hop didn't start out as a musical genre. It, no. came, it started out as a party where a DJ was doing a specific kind of DJ. Right. That's how it started. So it was literally a party. So it's a vibe. Right. It's a moment that you're sharing. So right. if, in crafting and producing records, whether you're just making the beat or bringing all these different artists in, you're creating a moment. Yes. You know what I'm saying, and that and and that moment is encapsulated and it's recorded so that when people play it, they enter into that moment every time they play it. Right. You know what I mean. Right. So you just want to make sure that that moment is accessible as possible. It's great to do emotional records and records that make you feel bad or sad or whatever yeah. the case is. Right. But not everybody's sad all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Not everybody wants to be sad all the time. So you want to make records <laughs> that are like that that give you that level of jubilance and 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 that 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 feel like yo, I'm I'm in this with other people and we're connected and. Yeah. It's something vibrant, so that's that's the shit that I'm trying to do moving forward. I mean, making your own beats. You're talking about how you know instead of like going to different studios, you just set up a studio at your house, you know, so you just bang it out even faster. But like if you're producing, you know, you got your you just get your own shit, you know, before you know it, your own. And then you create relationships. It's about creating relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like in my last album, I sent I sent myself. I I just tapped into my network, right? So I made beats, and then I had like my homegirl Chemi come in and do a violin, Mm. right? Rocky G came through and did sax. Phone. That's like these right. are my peoples. Like right. they, you know, what I'm saying, had they not been my peoples, it would be a lot harder. But because right. I'm, it's easy to ex- ex- access them because they're immediately in my brain. Right. I can make the beat and hear certain people on it, right. and then call them up and say, "Yo, I need the trumpet on this section of the song. Right. Can you do that for me?" And then cool. Or yo, I, I just made a beat for you. I'll I'll bump into rappers in the street that I know and be like, "Yo, I just made a beat for you because oh, I literally no, heard shit. the beat and heard right, your right. heard your words on it. So I, I made it. You know what I mean? And I'll send it to them. And you know what I'm saying? So I'm just starting getting out of the mold of like just being the self contained producer. I I'm not yet in that space of just selling beats online. Right. I, I want to craft. A, a moment for people you know what I'm saying so I can send like I gotta send you a, a file mm, I got a whole yeah. you're, you're, you're he doesn't even know I got a Professor <laughs> Gable file <laughs> I like, I like, to um, I got that. these like five dope. or six joints that I know that he would be really dope yeah, on just because of your up. voice and your vibe Thank so like you. there's certain things like you know so that's that's where I'm trying to lean with it but then as an yeah. artist and then I'm just I'm hella like selfish so like I'll make a 
banger. I'm like, this is mine. Yeah. Nobody's getting this. You shit. gotta have it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like nobody. There's certain songs that I'm just like, nobody. And there's, I mean, and sometimes you just gotta know when to say when. Sometimes I make a banger and I know that it's not for me. Yeah. I know it's a dope ass beat, but it's for somebody else. So yeah. You just you you make you those. Yeah, you gotta pick and choose for sure. Sharpen your curating skills. Absolutely. So you you made you made all of universes. That's your newest. I album, made right? the newest album is universes. I made. Uh, I was just doing the math on this today. I made sixty percent of that album. That's so it's dope. fifteen songs. I made, I produced ten. I want to. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, I want to play some, if not all, of that album during the last part of the show. Okay. Yeah. Let's get because that's what we've been doing lately. We've been kind of yeah. like playing out people's albums so people can hear them. Yes. Like that. Do it on Spotify. I get the better streams that way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yes! Oh, I'm already. <laughs> yes. Yes. Already all right. There. But yo, um, I wanted to ask: uh, Is there anything else you want to say to the people listening and those that are listening in the future um, right now? Yo, no. Nah, just everybody. I appreciate everybody's support. You know what Hell I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, people see the movement growing and I've, I've been I've been told congratulations and I'm proud of you more times in the last year than Man. at any point in my life I was just gonna <laughs> tell you that right now like but to, to cap it off too congratulations cause you know I've been watching you know what Appreciate I mean I you, see bro. everything you've been doing with yeah. all the shows especially in the Bay Area you uh-huh. know what I mean and the music you've been dropping and it's consistent Growth and dope shit, so good shit. I bro. appreciate you. Same to you, man. Like, Thank you. Know what I'm you. saying, like, I, I seen it drop. So I remember when you beat me at MVP. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he beat me, and then you know what's crazy is that pause beat me at MVP too the year after. Like you motherfuckers, <laughs> you old so collective motherfuckers is y'all with the shits. Like you. you know what I mean. But like you know, but I've seen I've seen the growth, and I've seen you on bills, and I've seen the whole team just develop into what y'all are now. And you know what I'm saying. And now bigger and better opportunities are coming both our way. And it's dope. It's just yeah, it's dope really to be in that come up and to have those moments with people that you fuck with. Hell you know yeah. what I'm saying? I genuinely fuck with y'all because I always see that y'all support each other and y'all mob out to everything together and like y'all y'all click up and y'all Definitely. dope as fuck. So you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Thank shout you, out to everybody who supports the movement. You know what I'm saying? And just if I could get new listeners and new supporters, if you guys are interested, check out you know Unlearn the World Instagram, Spotify, Facebook. All of that shit, man. Come to the Boom 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 ROTC. Return of the Cypher. That's tonight. I'll be hosting, getting all types of shenanigans on stage. What's going on there tonight? Um, We're doing one track wonder. So every now and again, um, we have five MCs submit five songs. So it'll be five different MCs doing one song a piece. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So we're doing that. You know what I mean? Had I known we would we would had you had I known you was gonna be down for the cause, I would have got you there um, Uh, to do a set. But nah, you know we'll we'll, we'll work that out. But um, yeah, Yeah, we'll make that happen soon. I want to come back. I haven't been in a while. I like the boom boom room a lot. I I grew up there. You know what I mean? I snuck in. (laughs) 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 That was long past the statute or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I know. I'm gonna say is there statute? <laughs> sneaking in the clubs of the age yeah. for the culture for the culture I'm with it man but Unlearn we love you man thank love you for you coming thank you for peace, coming peace. man hey you're welcome back anytime of course I'm, I'm here just let, let me know when y'all need me I'm, I'm here Dun, da, da. this is Universes Unlearn the World yeah. Old Soul Radio we'll be back quantum effects cause the universe to constantly split what this means is that everything you do and each action that you take creates new Fire 
from a lighter to get higher. Watch a documentary on the Ottoman Empire. Then watching episodes of the show The Wire. Then reading a Bible verse about the coming Messiah. Now I'm inspired. Uh, pray to the Lord what I record is divine. Turn my thoughts into rhymes like water to wine is juice. I don't use metaphors or punchlines. I use metaphor 45s and shoot bullets at one time. 5 E beats like tacos at lunchtime. Three in the morning on my couch, dumb high till the sunrise. Shit rolled down the hill like a mudslide. I was born to chase them dollar bills with the one eye. <laughs> I hurricane the booth. You wanna be rock stars, you cook obey when you shoot. My brain came from the bodega and the stoop. The A train in the roof, I'm a different kind of truth. This is God technology, Islamic theology. New age philosophy, making sacred geometry. An ancient Mayan prophecy, you facing an anomaly. Black man's silver car and his white man's monopoly. Came from places with robberies, neighbors was facing poverty. Now I face the ocean when I'm not asleep. Drew my at the master, rocking Moroccan fabrics. Asking the Lord to forgive me and all my bad habits. Asalaamu Alaikum, my brother was my mama's favorite. Nowadays I'm trying to be my mama's famous. Me and my father having phone conversations. Ain't been home in years out in California, comma making. My older states of consciousness, top of Washington monuments. Dead white men and stolen Egyptian obelisks. The land of broken promises, acknowledge what the problem is. That I really need to be honest with I could complain but I don't want to waste the oxygen Make a deal for some dollars and then have my lawyer lock it in Currently my state of psychosis is my psychologist Kinda feel like Superman flying over Metropolis I'm 
I'ma need a spiritual healing. My girlfriend fed up, cause she never know what I'm feeling. Man, I need to dig deep. You can't just rely on mere appearance. Staring at my own eyes in the mirror, I see the realest. Check it. My past is checkered like a kitchen floor When I'm getting food for thought, I gotta do the dishes more Trust the enemy, listening to my intuition more We so ready to die for shit, we forget what we living for They take everything from me, then expect me to give them more Motherfuckers wasn't with me when I was living poor Now that I'm fly, I stay soaring, so understand The life I live now, I prayed for it I focus my aim for it, I'm ready to spray for it The truth I speak will probably get me JFK for it Cause I'm really made for it, a runaway slave for it Baby mama tries to Fucking ruin my day for it. Crazy fights, late nights, kill every stage for it. And I'll kill you if you come in the way for it. Straight to my grave for it. Trying to get a chef and a maid for it. Society's a trap and I just broke out the cage. We trying to live, we trying to breathe, we try and fail until we succeed. I do this for my brothers, I do this for my seeds, I do this for my people and all who believe. Man, we trying to live. We trying to breathe, we try and fail until we succeed And this is for my brothers, and this is for my seeds And this is for my people, and all who believe Now I feel like I'm winning in life I'm a man of respect Got a woman that knows what I like I am fly like a jet And this blunt got me high as a kite If the lights in your cameras are bright Make sure they catch me on my good side Everywhere I go Everywhere I be, baby They treat me like a superstar They know just who I be Everywhere I go Everywhere I be, baby They treat me like a superstar They know just who I be Watch, watch. I heard the people they talking Cause I body everything often And I put the beat in the coffin No limit like I'm from New Orleans And finally I'm making boss moves I was free now with the cost you I light up the sky like the stars do Model mommy says asking who are you Yo, I'm MJ with the dance moves MJ with the new shoes Witch doctor with the voodoo Wrist watch with the new jewels With my woman watching Hulu Hands watch with the voodoo VIP, no ID In the boom boom with my Zulus Dropped out of college but I still teach Kids, I made a new school and then I played the game and made new rules. I'm a win win and you a lose lose. Since the days I would stay up late night, no light, making beats on Fruit Loops. Try to pop off on my pop off your top, got your brain box looking like a moon roof. I did things and I do things, just depends on what the mood brings. Some claim red, some claim blue, color switch up like mood range. Pull myself up by my bootstrings, even when the budget was shoestring. Yo, dream girl is my boot thing. If the crown fits, I'm the new king. Oh. Everywhere I go, everywhere I be, baby, they treat me like a Superstar, they know just who I be. Everywhere I go, everywhere I be, baby, they treat me like a superstar. They know just who I be. The shit that you talk is irrelevant. I'm from New York, I was raising them tenements. Sending the ink in my pen is so venomous. Earth, wind, and fire, whatever the weather is. Homie, I'm hip hop in all of its elements. I'm sent from heaven with hella intelligence. Finally, you see a go get again and then mommy, the dick in my denim is elephant. Can't you tell by my stance? Ayy, throw it back at your man. Ayy, DJ slapping my jam. Ayy, hand clapping my 
my fans. Hey, too dope. I knew a lot of dudes that was moving the snow like an avalanche. Hey, cooking crack in the pot before the cops knocked on the door with the battle ram. I'm with the jazz like Zatarans. Mike in my hand, I'm a magic man. Dressed like Jadena, I'm classic man. I'm better than ever, my swag is damn. Get in my lane, that's a traffic jam. Try to test me, I'ma pass exams. I'm a real MC with the master plan. Wave your hands side to side like the hammer. I ran up a check, now I feel like I'm winning in life. I'm a man of respect. Got a woman that knows what I like. I am fly like a jet, and this blunt got me hype as a kite. If the lights in your cameras are bright, make sure they catch me on my good side. Everywhere I go, everywhere I be, baby, they treat me like a superstar. They know just who I be. Everywhere I go, everywhere I be, baby, they treat me like a superstar. They know just who I be. Everywhere I go, everywhere I be, baby, they treat me like a superstar. They know just who I be. Everywhere I go, everywhere I be, baby, they treat me like a superstar. They know just who I be. Pain will never 
never mind of the shit they talk in the news Niggas coming for my crown, but they can't walk in my shoes They're out my window with my tool by any means like Brother Malcolm I took my life in times and I made him a couple albums The dude who talked the loudest is the dude who ain't about shit So I move quiet, let my actions move the mountains Trying to get my mama happy and my pops the proudest But I be feeling lonely even when the room is crowded Wowzers, watch how I leave crowds astounded My verses are ghetto public service announcements The way I live is hectic my ex is Netflix to Netflix and chill with the next chick I be on some next shit, this ain't even my best shit Still I'm better than any rapper that's on your best list The new rock band with the Mercedes Benz pendant At the end of a thick ass gold rope necklace Knew a lot of dudes that so dope and got arrested Instead I chose hope by using what I was blessed with Eating vegan mint leaf tea for my breakfast Fuck the VIP if I'm on heaven's guest list Oh, 
shot. Pipe it like it's crackpot. Do it for the have nots. When I open up, you see me blow up like a laptop. People plot to destroy, so I stay paranoid. Niggas play dinosaur until they see the asteroid. I'm savage with rhymes, crafting elaborate lines with a passionate vibe and an immaculate labyrinth mind. I'm Tupac and open with my swag and my pride. Nigga, you Tupac in Vegas on the passenger side.
she dance Call her Silicon Valley Should you go her implants Wow I put the crowd in the trance Not the one for the flim flam You can get the pimp hand Think really quick fam Sink in the quicksand Smelling success Really stinks on the shit fam Everybody say adios Dominicano Yeah I got a poppy flow Sorry not sorry though Bay area getting bread Why you sour though Give me a bottle of water And a liquor shot Wood boy do big things So liquor shot The club won't let us in there We in the parking lot And we partying all night And somebody calling cops The flame is about to get hotter Ready set aim Number one top shutter My girl wear fur Like a cute Chewbacca Even with my glasses I'm magic like Harry Potter Ooh they like me Cool and icy It cost to be a boss My sauce is so spicy You small and tiny I be B.I.G. Like I'm in the 90s with my team behind me, your wifey beside me, hyphy and grimy. I tried to be nice, but you guys wanna try me. Now it gets dicey, pow like a fight scene. Ow, when I strike, beat cloud in the lightning. Out of NYC, I decline politely. If I'm not VIP, do not invite me. But if a booty is big, sick around your fuck pussy, yell me, don't kid it down. Wow. Sorry, not sorry though. I would not apologize for being dope. Sorry, not sorry though. Used to feel there was no hope, now I'm feeling like the goat. Sorry, not sorry though. I won't apologize for being dope. Sorry, not sorry though. Used to feel there was no hope. Now I feel like the goat.
We're listening to Universes by Unlearn the World. We just had a dope interview with Unlearn the World. So shout out to Unlearn the World. Um, I want to say again real quick, you know, um, come to the UC Theater on September 14th. Ghostface Killer, Raekwon. Unlearn the World and don't forget... The water shit. Yep. But of course, there's also T Cash, Malik Dion, and Gina Madrid. I think Hilo's gonna be on the decks for Malik Dion. So this is gonna be a really dope show. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm. I'm I, I think I know what's gonna happen. It's gonna go down. It's gonna happen. <clears throat> it's going down. So, <clears throat> anyways, yeah. Shout out to Unlearn the World. Yeah, you got anything you want to tell them? No, man. Check us out. Apple Podcasts, uh, Old Soul Radio. We'll be back here next Sunday doing something. Yeah, who should we interview next Sunday? I don't know. Maybe you can hit us up and you'll find Who do you want to see on Old Soul Radio? Who do you want to see? What do you guys want to see on Old Soul Radio? Hit us up on... Old soul or just Co. post just post it like yeah. post like, hashtag us or some shit or tag yeah old soul co tag old soul co be like i want to see blah 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 on old soul radio yeah and we'll, uh, we'll take it into consideration yeah um but yeah thanks for tonight and we'll see you next time we'll probably are we gonna play something we may just go back to it but have a blessed night